Hey everyone, welcome in. Today I'd like to talk about a conversation I was having uh, recently with one of my one-to-one mentees. Uh, We were discussing their struggles with overwhelm um, and anxiety. And we were kind of digging into some of the lifestyles, behaviors, as well as how um, his meditation practice can help with that. And as we were talking, um, he paused for a second and said, um, you know, Scott, I feel like everything is a problem that needs to be solved. And um, after he said it, there was kind of a, <laughs> a, a, a silence. There was a, a breath between us as, um, you know, I, I could really resonate with what he was saying. I've had periods in my life where it really does feel like that, where, um, you know, minor and both, you know, I wouldn't say major, but let's say medium problems, um, you know, do feel overwhelming, do uh, sort of take me out of the moment and take me into uh, ruminating thoughts. And of course, that that triggers a lot of anxiety in, in my body. Um, but he was talking about something else. He was talking about this, this uh pervasive anxiety, this sense of um, threat, and that the threat doesn't go away, that the threat just, just, you know, basically stayed with him, and that everything seemed like a problem, you know, washing the dishes, or a project at work, or a conversation he had to have, or, you know, going to the store. It was all some, some, some threat or problem that needed to be tackled or solved. And as we explored more, he noticed that this was a state of mind that kept his body in, in um, excitement, reaction, um, overwhelm, anxiety, um, kind of an amped up nervous system. And there was a, there was a huge insight here. Um, and so, you know, it reminded me of some practices that I started to do um, as part of you know, an informal way to work with my anxiety when I was living in New York City. And so I would, you know, have an appointment and I would have to go from a bike to the subway train to the, you know, walking from the subway train to the appointment. And everything felt like, you know, felt like I was in like, for those of you who remember Legend of Zelda, like a video game where, you know, having to do this challenge and that challenge. And then finally you could relax when you got to the place, um, you know, when I got to the place where I was, I was, I was teaching or doing whatever I was doing, but often I couldn't relax because there was the overwhelm from you know being in, in, in my body being in a threat mode. So, as I was talking uh, with my mentee, I was describing this practice that I developed for myself, where um, I, I now I call it a, a practice of taking a step back, and what this means is first noticing, um, you know, what's arising for me acknowledging some sense of what my current experience or, 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 you know, what I'm experiencing in my being, especially in my body, of course, in my thoughts as well, but more in my body. And this sense of just taking a few moments, really could be 10 or 15, 20 seconds to pause. And usually what I do when I take a step back, I acknowledge that I am, that, you know, what I'm viewing as a problem, you know, there's an open question of like, is this really a problem? So that's often a first step for me, just the open question to myself, is this really the problem that it appears to be? And from there, I I shift into more of a somatic awareness practice, which is something I like to really uh, um, 
use in my own meditation practice, both formally and informally. It's something I, I work with uh, mentees and students on uh, quite a bit as well. And so I'll do some kind of form of a brief somatic practice in the street. So I'll be at the bike rack and I'll drop into the body. I'll drop into the feet for a few seconds. When I get to the subway, I'll do it again. So what I started to form is these, these moments of embodiment or stepping back into my experience with mindfulness, with awareness, uh, coming into the present moment as opposed to my ruminating thoughts. I started to implement that in these transition periods, right? Getting on a bike, getting off a bike, getting to the subway platform, getting on the subway. In each of these transitions, I would stop, you know, after the transition, like going from the platform of the subway onto the subway. If I could, I would stop and, you know, feel my feet, feel my abdomen. These are places that are often grounding for me. And I would just do that at every transition. I I noticed after a few weeks, it really made a difference to my day and it really made a difference how I lived in a big city and, and, you know, one of the more intense cities in the world, uh, New York City. No offense for those of you who love New New York City. I still love it. Uh, Something can be intense and also fine. Uh, But we have to acknowledge, you know, what something is for some of us. And for me, New York was very activating to my nervous system. Now you can see I'm in a much different place. I'm actually in Medellin, Colombia. We're we're on a mountain here. Um, So so try that. I just want to give that as some tools. You know, when I was talking with my mentee, he, he tried that for a few weeks and it really started to work for him. He really noticed a difference in his daily life. He also started to notice his patterns of behavior of how he forms his identities, uh, temporary identities during the day around uh, problems, around threats, and how, you know, how much of his thinking revolved around, um, you know, basically making everything into a problem when it didn't have to be. So I thought to just share that with you today. Let me know in the comments uh, if you try this practice, this kind of informal practice, um, if, it's, if it's helpful for you. If you have any more questions, uh, feel free to reach out. Um, feel free to, uh, uh, also include some questions in the comments here. Um, and I do have some, uh, guided meditations that I think are quite helpful for this. They're mostly somatic awareness practices. You can find those on my website at scotttusa.com. So feel free to go check those out. Uh, they're a free download. And otherwise, if you're watching this on YouTube and you're enjoying this content, please subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, thanks so much for listening. And wish you guys all the best in your practice. Thanks so much.